0: It is the Sweet 16 Special Edition of the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. Or we could tab it, the Sweet 6 Outlook. That's what I might say. Six ACC teams have trekked through the forest of rounds one and two and have found their way to the other side. I'm Luke Kneer, your host. In the words of Vegas Mike... Great to be here, guys. <laughs> Taylor is to my left. Hello Ale- hello. Uh, Guthrie Alexander is by his side. And finally, on? wrapped all the way around the table, we have our conquering hero, Vegas He's Mike. Just back. just back for the peaceful resting meadows in the heart of the Mojave Desert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tell you, yeah, it's good to be home. It's good to be home, boys. I, I-,
0: I thought you were going to stay, though.
1: <laughs> yeah i, I thought you were home stay. when you were in vegas it was actually yeah it felt great to be there let me tell you it was the first trip where i was actually sad to come home you know i was actually ready to stay for this one it i tell you it was a great trip and uh we did it we did it we came out on top we conquered the beast it was a great feeling to be there the we working hard of course. for us <laughs> yes, and
0: just, our just to be clear for everyone out there we're
2: talking about gambling
0: <laughs> so um i'm glad your your wife and your uh your infinite exists or else we wouldn't see you right now. Yes, right?
2: that's right. That's right. Um but she's going to college now.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. No pun intended here, but boys, I think we have to give Mike the floor to tell another chapter of his annual pilgrimage to the sports gambling mecca, not as Las Vegas. Uh, so Mike, the floor is yours. Thank you. Thank you. you. This is open ended. You can start from getting into the Ferrari or where we the Maserati. <laughs> you can start there. Uh, to your final ticket that you received at either, I don't know, where, where were you at? Red Rocks? Or- um,
1: I think the the last bets I put in were over in South Point. Um, okay. it, it was a very local strip, so let me say, if, if you guys haven't already, you can check it out on uh, ACC B-Ball D-Gens on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the journey from there. I mean, you'll see a lot of stuff from Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, while I was there. But anyways, um, I mean, what a trip. What a fantastic time to be a sports fan, to be in Las Vegas for to the, first, to, yeah, the first weekend yeah. to, be, to be the alive. first weekend of March Madness. It's just good to be there at that time. I mean, I'm just going to set the scene for you. You know, you think of Vegas, you may be thinking of 20-year-olds, swim up pools, outdoor blackjack. Maybe. No,
0: like 40-year-old men.
1: <laughs> yes, this is what <laughs> You
0: should be sweating, sweating yes. through their a Arizona of,
1: jerseys. A lot of sweatshirts. They have,
0: they have everybody has a cap on, right? Yeah, that's right. Everyone. That's right.
1: Every single person has a hat on. I mean, everyone's sweating, even though it's sixty-eight degrees inside the casino. I mean, just <laughs> just constant sweats. Uh, and it's just it's just a great scene because everyone is so into not only the basketball games, but then the lines associated with the games. So, energy is flowing. Oh, it's flowing, and so are the bloody marys, which helps. You know, <laughs> they they're extra spicy there. Um, but yeah, day one had a really tough day to start. I was actually two and seven against the spread. Woof. Uh, it really, mm. really hurt me. Hurt twenty seven point five percent down on the bankroll. Not to get two. Was well, I was, was, oh, I was zero and six numbers.
0: on day one. I just like <laughs> yeah, you know were that. zero and six. But I made a comeback with the, the three team tees uh, on Saturday and Sunday. But yeah, that's okay. that's my gambling story of the weekend. All
1: right, man. Zero and six. That's yeah. just as hard to do as six impossible and impossible to do. Um, but anyways, <laughs> ended up rallying and coming back. Ended up going uh, twelve and six over the uh, remainder of the weekend and ended up positive uh, for the entire weekend, um, which was an accomplishment in itself. And then you sprinkle in uh, staying at a great home, um, driving a Maserati, uh it Living just, a tough life
0: there. It was
1: a good time. In <laughs> a- we don't
0: need to hear about your home that you stayed in, in Vegas. I want to hear about your beds, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to, the, let's get to the, what matters. Let's start with the worst moment because that probably came on day one, right?
1: Uh, I mean, there were, there were a couple really, really bad moments. I mean, the Baylor-Yale game was a... Um,
0: I told, you, I told you. I told all three of you. Yeah. That was my. island game, Yeah. Guys. yeah. I, told wow. we, we, yeah. I, I told you. We. I was so wrong
3: about
1: that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because Makai Mason is your doppelganger, and I did not realize that Luke before the game that you what you saw in Mason was yourself separated and, at
3: <laughs> birth. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but, but yeah, that, a striking resemblance.
1: Watching Baylor quit like a UCLA, like UCLA did earlier in the year, is just was really disheartening. Um, that that hurt a lot. Uh, both. Physically, spiritually, and socially, as I like to say.
0: Socially, most of What about, socially, men- what about of all.
1: Mentally? Yeah, <laughs> mentally? Yeah, mentally, and quite a bit as well. Um, and then, I guess, after that, everything turned around. After that game, every single thing turned around. I mean, I, I kind of knew that Seton Hall was going to lose, even though, remember, that's that was my, that's how they built the Venetian. Um, uh, just <laughs> I, before I, I tried left.
2: to tell you.
3: Yeah, well, Luke,
0: <laughs> Luke and I were firmly in the Seton Hall camp. Do you yes. know how mad I was? I was at a friend's wedding in New Orleans, and that night, he was hanging with the guys, pushing all the beds together, having like a sleepover, (laughs) and I was the one brooding in the corner, because yeah yeah it's, don't worry about yeah, it yeah. <laughs> like, bachelor party stuff okay, yeah. okay, got okay. It. and uh, i was the one brooding in the corner because i was checking this seat in the hall game and i was like i, I cannot believe what my eyes are seeing i know this yeah. is not possible
1: they didn't stand a chance i, I mean thought about reaching out Sabonis, baby yeah sabonis was strong isaiah was sabonis taking 2. oxygen 0. isaiah couldn't uh handle God, the altitude Utah. of denver Ugh. smoked <laughs> they own the west um but yeah, it all turned around uh, you know, in the last last couple games of the weekend. I mean, uh it started I mean, really the best values out there were Villanova and Gonzaga all weekend. They yeah. none of their games mm-hmm. were in doubt. They played incredibly well. Um even VCU as well, that VCU Oregon State game, while wow, the spread was a little bit in jeopardy, it never felt like VCU was gonna lose a game. I thought they were a great Let me ask great you a question though. Yeah.
0: I don't think you could say a Gonzaga spread was ever in doubt of the weekend. Like heading into round two, I, I think it was in doubt.
1: The one point five spread that they had
0: against Utah. Yeah, so you yeah. saying he's saying like in the game. In the game itself oh, was. But I mean, they never into the game though. Mm-hmm. I mean, during the game, yes, I agree. But... Yeah,
1: I mean, I think what was it like a thirty point game? or yeah, something? Yeah, they won by twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, what
0: the what the heck is going on? The interior there? defense that, of Gonzaga
1: was the, greatly. And what overrated. happened
2: is that their guard play went from really really bad to like average mm-hmm. and that elevated the whole
0: level of the team
1: yeah yeah i mean you thought that their
0: Utah's guards like avoided it turning hang. it over okay. did a good job yeah mm-hmm. all right we're jumping all over the place but mike oh, we're going to keep with your your story yeah, good. When 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 did you think you gained momentum
1: um, I would say day there were so oh, and let me tell. Okay, let me take a moment. I'm starting to feel it again in my heart. I, I can it. feel the <laughs> desert air wisping through my hair again, and I'm starting to feel it again. The best moment was the last five minutes of the Notre Dame. Um, who are they playing at the time? Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, uh, no, no, West, no. This is day playing, one. Um, uh, Michigan, or, uh, uh, the St. Joe Cincinnati game, and then the Northern Iowa. Um, who were they playing? Uh, the upset. Texas, Texas. Texas. Yeah, so Texas. They, Just those, Texas. Those three games. So the thing is, in Las Vegas, in the Westgate Casino, you can live bet in person, meaning that every four minutes of game time, you can make another bet, and they will announce new lines for the game. So having those last three games that it's, were coming down yeah, to the We, no, we will announce the gambling,
2: the that Gambling Addict's Anonymous number at the end. No. Of the podcast, because that is like... <laughs> I mean, trigger warning for everyone. It, it,
1: it was absolutely amazing. So those three games were coming down to the wire. The The spreads were all over the place. I mean, they it was going from minus seven Cincinnati to plus four and a half St. Joe's. And I was just, I was feeling it. I, I felt like I was in tune with the teams. And the best part is that the bookies are announcing it. But as a fan, you feel like you're watching it and you feel like you can see it coming. You know, you can see the tide turning. And sometimes the bookies line does not reflect that. It only reflects the score based on the original line now, and them you, extrapolating that. Are out. you
0: talking to other men and baseball caps who are in their forties or in their late thirties and I mean have jerseys on it and, <laughs> and big beards? Are, are no. you talking to them or are you yeah. just sticking with your guys? He's, he's yeah, just feeling, I'm just, feeling the momentum. Uh, in yes. The game. That's right. That's yeah. right. Are yeah, people, I'm
1: going all instinct at this point. Yeah. And or, I was going I, I was going too numbers driven, I think, at first, and then I started going instincts and it felt really good and uh, I I was on fire.
0: Are other guys approaching you because because they can see, they can feel your energy, they can feel your hemisphere. Yes, And I say guys because it's composed of 100% men. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did not I did not see a woman
1: all weekend. Like I exactly. went home to my about, wife and I said, What are you, you fantastic beast? <laughs> <laughs> <And
2: I'm just laughs> what about the the eighty-year-old women who take the tickets at the Westgate?
1: Oh, they're fantastic. Those they're are just gentle souls. Yeah. They're really great. They're very professional. They um are. but let me let me get back to do people ask me for advice or do the thing is I have these booklets that I make that I take with me and they're they're just generic stats that I pull together and um it's about hundred and fifty pages. And it's spiral bound, you know, it's very double sided, you know, very clean booklet. And so I'm like looking at this, like flipping through it, trying to uh, break down, you know, the games. And so people see me doing that and they're like, this guy, he, he knows what he's doing. And I do sometimes, but the booklet just makes people think that I know what I'm doing all the time, which is a fantastic power. confidence great to have. Yeah, confidence. Confidence. Yeah, I'm a volume shooter. I just, I
2: just want to interject this for people who might be at home thinking, well, why not use a phone to, you know, hold your stats or anything like that? Mm -hmm. And I just trust the process. Okay, have (laughs) some respect. Or old print publishing, yeah. So,
1: and especially because it's dark in these places too, and you'll get a headache. You stare at that little phone too long, and you're trying to find mm-hmm. teams a hundred. I mean, and these are live bets. These are every four minutes. Your thumb accuracy. So you gets have really to. Bad. You have to be able to pull this information quickly. It was. It was a great feeling. So um, the tide turn. That was my let's moment.
0: refresh with Gonzaga and Villanova. Yeah,
1: the last five minutes of well, no, the, the last five minutes of the Northern Iowa Texas game, St. Joe's, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Michigan, where Notre Dame turns the tide. But You and I were on Northern
0: mm-hmm. Iowa. Yes. And who was on Texas? These two? No, no, Texas. no. I was definitely on Northern. Iowa. So that Iowa. was a three
3: to one. Yeah, yeah we were three, three to one, one on upset. That. All yeah. right, I like it. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, in I had those Northern last Iowa
3: over A and M, but I don't. Almost happened. Yeah, it should have happened. Oh,
0: my gosh. Why would you – what a noob. (laughs) I mean, that that was obvious that Texas A&M was going to win. Yeah. Obvious, obvious game, right? Bad pick, there. Um,
1: but a great trip. I mean, obviously, what, what I'm most looking forward left. to, yeah. <laughs> what I'm most looking forward to next year is when we do this podcast from the floor of
2: the win.
0: Let's and do it, with Mike. The four oh, of us man. do it, and it's going to be a great feeling. Amazing. We'll do it on Sunday. I won't night. be covering I, basketball anymore. I won't be at a wedding. I'll be with you. Yes, right? I think it's,
2: they're going to be. Ho- we're going to be hosting the event in the sportsbook <laughs> of the win. <laughs> It's going to be it, us and the Maloof brothers. Yeah, That's exactly. not the win. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I think that is the win. Oh, it is? Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, I thought it was Steve Wynn.
1: Oh, yeah, maybe what the, so. Mike, Mike, Maloof might be uh,
2: Palms. Anyways. anyways. Moving on. Us yeah. and the starting lineup for the Sacramento Kings.
0: <laughs> <Just hosting laughs> I them. can name, unfortunately. Mike, you're going to have to interject your stories throughout the course of our narrative here on the Sweet 16 or the Sweet 6, whichever you prefer. Yeah, I will. Podcast, I will. so feel free to chime in anytime. Guys, um, before we go region by region, let's talk about storylines from the first weekend. And um, I didn't have a great weekend from a gambling standpoint. I was in the red a little bit after a nice comeback with three team teases. But I do think I got this narrative right. The Conference of Champions collapsed. Oh, and yeah. that that was the storyline. It's either the ACC triumphed or the Conference of Champions collapsed. Where are we going with here? Because seven... Teams in the Pac 12 got into the tournament. Six lost before this uh, this weekend. So we have one team left and five lost in round one.
2: I kept thinking about you saying, uh, and Utah got embarrassed about when, <laughs> when the Pac 12 was losing all over the
0: place. And Utah got embarrassed in round oh, two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Embarrassed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're going to save storyline-wise, though. I mean, little did we know we were covering the greatest conference in the history of basketball ever. I mean, these guys, six teams made the sweet 16. I mean, I understand the Pac-12 was terrible. And I think we
0: get four in the Elite Eight. That's my prediction. I think we get four.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that,
0: man. I think we do.
1: Um, But yeah, I think that's the story here. I'm a positive guy, so I'll
2: I'll stick with that. It was very exciting. (laughs) And Louisville didn't even play.
1: Yeah, I know. See, yeah, that's so the I, thing, uh, and I was incredible. missing that.
2: Yeah. Although I heard the conspiracy theory, which I love, so I choose to believe it because it's exciting. Uh, because of SMU and Louisville being removed from the postseason, that was why Tulsa and Syracuse made the tournament as conference makeups. You know, mm, conference yeah. I made up similar. for the places yeah. of SMU. It was kind of like the. For the conference to get
3: an
0: extra best I Next choose, best team from that I choose, that choose to believe that.
2: I choose to believe that. Oh, I didn't even think
0: about it. The that. fix was in hmm. all yeah. along. You should email that to Doug Gottlieb and he can use that on his next
3: presentation. <laughs> Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> um, My condolences, Doug, on not getting the uh, OSU job. Must be rough.
0: <laughs> What's the most interesting region right now? Where should we start? Too soon. I, I'm not convinced the Midwest is the most interesting reason, region, even though it's the wonkiest right now. Where should we go?
1: Um, I'm I think we should go east. Yeah. I want to yeah, go east. I think the east is
0: the most interesting I want to go east. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Definitely the most high profile.
2: So North Carolina looks pretty good, huh? <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, playing yeah. Indiana, right?
0: No, and Indiana has uh, looked really good too. No, hold on. I don't know if they looked great in round 1.
2: Yeah, well, they started out not looking great, but they really closed out. It was, they didn't let uh Florida Gulf Coast Dunk City hang around for
0: too long, you know. Well, Indiana looked pretty good in rounds one and two, Yeah, Indiana looked
2: great, especially in that Kentucky game. I thought Indiana looked really good. They actually played defense, which is new for them.
0: And they they didn't do stupid things uh, at the end of the game. Yeah. As Roy Williams says, they don't make silly plays. They don't make silly (laughs) plays.
1: Your Roy Williams is getting better. It is. It's improving. (laughs) I...
2: if you had told me that, if you had told me at the beginning of the season that James Blackman would be out for almost the entire season, but that Indiana would make the Sweet 16, I would have not believed you. I, mean, Indi- I, I would have.
0: Indiana—they just play great basketball, you know. They play great <laughs> basketball. That sums it up.
1: I think Blackman going down actually helped them defensively quite a bit. I mean, he's—he's he's of that James Harden school of defense. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: he was certainly a liability on defense. <laughs> yeah. Really? Does anybody have the stones to pick Indiana in this game? No, no. I, I mean, I've got UNC uh, winning this one. And
1: Thomas Bryant doesn't have enough for so, uh, for Bryce Johnson.
3: Yeah, yeah well. that's that's definitely true. There's there's just too much depth in the front court for North Carolina. Um I mean And there's
2: one guy in the front court for India. Thomas Bryant. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is and
3: granted, court. he has risen to the occasion. Like he is a big reason why they are playing as well as they are. India yeah. has better guards. Oh,
2: you know, actually I take that back. Yes. Max uh Bielfeld. and I don't know if he counts as the the front court. He kind of He's stretches like a st- he stretches stretch the floor a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But uh transfer from Michigan. But he, yeah. he actually played really well. He was mm-hmm. he was very impressive. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. O- yeah. OG Anu yes. um, yes. has also played incredibly well. He's a freshman, I think, too. I mean, yes. yeah. and, it,
2: dude, and he, he makes strong. the uh, Taylor Pilkington all tournament team just for the name OG. Just having yeah. a first OG. <laughs> Along with CJ Geddes from UNC Wilmington. We're getting ahead of ourselves.
0: Let's try this again. Does Indiana cover? Now that's a different question. What what is what, what is Well the, yeah, I mean uh, we had we had North Carolina's around the board after the spread the first question. right now. Mike Mike, what's the spread? You should know this. Uh, five it, points, I think.
1: I think it's minus five North Carolina.
0: Right. North Carolina's a five point favorite.
1: Um so if you're asking my opinion on that, I, I've actually really enjoyed North Carolina closing people out so far in the tournament. I thought they did a great job of closing out Providence. That line was seriously in doubt. That was a two-point game with 13 or 14 minutes left. And they yeah. they closed.
3: Well, Once on, Bentle fouled Dunn, out. Yeah. Then Providence is thin. Was, yeah, they, can't they really... can't be super
2: thin when you're... And, you
3: know, and then Dunn and, Dun, and, Dun and Bentle right. are notorious for getting into foul trouble. Okay, this is
0: interesting. The closeout three with North Carolina. So in the case of North Carolina, is it better to just take them at minus five or minus six if it grows to that amount compared to teasing them, which I have been doing recently. You love yeah, you're liking, love you're liking the teases, huh? No, but is there value in teasing with North Carolina? I don't know there is. I think it's better to just take the points if we believe in the narrative of the closeout.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. I don't think there's a ton of value in a in a tease. So that means
0: it's time to parlay, guys. All right. Yeah.
3: Next candidate <laughs>
1: <laughs> That that turned very quickly. Um,
3: I don't I don't know, honestly. Like I think you did mention it briefly. Indiana has a better backcourt, they do. I think, and okay. they are they are fast enough to cause a lot of problems for North Carolina. That I, it's 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 hard for me to say that North Carolina will cover. And
2: they shoot the ball so well, they do. And
3: they have a lot of shooters. I
2: mean, if they I'm sh- gonna go all old man hot takes on you, the point of the game is to put the ball in the basket, and they are really good at doing that.
0: Now, Indiana can win this game. And let's not forget, they'll be facing the artist formerly known as Marcus Page in the backcourt. So <laughs> that's who a uh, yoga company be. Honorable
2: lie. mention, all ACC. I'll have you know. That's
0: ludicrous. Yeah. That makes me want to want to get a ballot next year. I would have to make a a, a strange trip this year. I,
2: I think that if you feel strongly about Indiana, you can make a, a, a good case for them covering here. Now, it yeah. hinges entirely on the fact that they're not,
0: all, there. Their not there. They're offensive. I can't do it. Great. I can't do it. Okay.
3: I mean, it is kind of amazing. We were pooping all over Indiana at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. And I use that term liberal. Should we liberally. keep it up?
0: Should we keep it up? <laughs> but I'm going to still do it on Gonzaga when we get there. God, I'm not stopping it. Up.
3: The turnaround with Tom Crean has just been something to behold.
0: Yeah, I know, right.
3: Do we want to move on to Notre Dame, Wisconsin? Because Yeah, let's
0: not spend too much time here. Can we all agree on that? Yeah, I'll take yeah, North Carolina yeah. all day. Yeah. I mean that interior okay, we'll take defense. I have to yeah. take North
2: Carolina, yeah. Carolina because it's interior they just have too much. Yeah,
3: yeah. Absolutely. Have too much. I have them to win but
2: and that's a that's a solid thing, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Quickly I like North Carolina quickly in day.
0: the east. We'll finish off the east. Notre Dame Wisconsin. Is this a coin flip guys or do you see an edge?
1: I think what you have here is a similar pace argument that I think will be made um, in the Virginia game uh, that I'm sure we'll talk about <laughs> with our resident homer. Um, but, you know, it's a similar pace argument where you have Notre Dame, who's the team that's going to run push base, run up and down the court, and then you have Wisconsin that, you know, I don't know if anybody watched that Pittsburgh game uh, to open the... Uh, you know the tournament on friday but that no, was I like watching paint dry i didn't I mean, like what was it 22 to 16 at half i oh, mean yeah, it's, it was, it's it a slow game
0: were huh? you gambling um, on that game just a question the, i
1: had the under I, I really wanted to take the under and taylor really wanted to take uh wisconsin and we ended up taking neither
2: <laughs>
3: we agreed to disagree and not bet on it oh man yeah exactly. not a
1: tasty <laughs> yeah um so anyways, things turned after that. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I actually still like Notre Dame, I think mostly because I picked them to go to the Elite Eight. So it's one of those things where you just have to stick with it. This, so. this is the
0: Superman the versus Batman here. I'm jumping on the It's offense wagon versus
2: defense. That's all it is.
0: Are Mike we, and I were the haters throughout the year on Notre Dame, but yeah. now we're, we're believers. They've uh, they've turned the tide. I'm taking Notre Dame here to cover the one and a half.
2: Yeah, you I'm know. taking Notre Dame. Um and that's it.
0: <laughs> offense,
2: offense versus defense. Gethry, can you disagree more with more exciting. Let's we, go We Notre haven't Dame.
0: disagreed at all. Uh, Let's go We're Mike. Just, uh, or you could just take Notre Dame and we'll all feel good about our, our bets. All right. Well, Zach I was going to Notre Dame. No, no you haven't. do
3: it. Do it. All right, fine. Notre Dame. Luck of the Irish. They're going to get that tip in, tip in... Uh, as time expires, just like against Stephen F. Austin. Yeah. Except that wasn't as time expires. but well, Not, not all...
2: enough credit was oh, given man, and to Oh, man, we say this chicken. all. This Wisconsin team is built to stop Notre Dame, too. I mean, they're going to...
3: Really?
0: I don't know. All right, hold up. Can we take credit for Stephen F. Austin? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I, I would like to let the audience know... Yeah, let's
2: take credit for all of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I changed my pick in the bracket, and you guys can vouch because you're in the same bracket as I am. So we were, we were pretty much Stephen F. Austin's across the board, and... I, I felt great about it. Felt oh, no, fantastic. I, I'm going
2: to own up to this. I
0: was not. I thought West Virginia. Well, three of the four had, a, right. had it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I got pats on the back at work for it because people were laughing in my face, Mike. Oh, really? People were laughing in my face.
1: Because you, you picked Bryce Harper you know what? To, lead, <laughs> to lead <laughs> Stephen F. Austin. My favorite thing
0: about that. The, people don't watch basketball. My favorite thing about that. I saw somebody
2: on Twitter characterize Thomas Walkup as... That guy at the gym, you know, who's way too into CrossFit. And, uh, <laughs> I thought that was a perfect description of Thomas Walkup. I think you're right. I mean, fantastic basketball player.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's deliberate. Let's just call him that. I mean, he's he's strong. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah, arms thicker than my chest. All right, finally on the East, do we have any party words? Player.
0: Do we have any party words for Kentucky and Cal? Ah, oh, I, I can't think of anything to say. Every I mean,
2: single player uh, declaring for the draft, even the walk-ons. I mean,
3: new, honestly, new honestly rules this year. it's a pretty shitty draw for them like it's like getting indiana who won I the agree, big 10 i agree and as a five seed like they are, they're by far the best five seed, right? If you can't
0: I, beat Indiana. You're not winning the national championship.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, you
0: you have to win, but to you have, have to play them
1: first weekend. That seems yeah. totally Who
0: yeah. fair. Who well, cares? Who You can too. rest up after Indiana if you beat them. You can rest up for North Carolina. You have many days Indiana's in between a games. Better, a lot better team than
3: Maryland. Oh,
0: it's not even close. Really?
3: Yeah. Well
2: you've come full circle. That's I, a hot I take disagree. Right there. I disagree.
3: Maryland. Maryland. He's going to have a rude awakening this weekend. you yeah, no. <laughs> oh. lost too much money on Maryland during the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I just, I just, I don't believe this Maryland team.
0: And you also lost a lot of money on during did the I, year.
3: Did I? Okay. Well, I must have blacked it out on my memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. <laughs> to the South? Region? Mike, and,
0: Mike and Taylor, do you know how many times I woke up to it like a text? Oh, my God, Maryland minus one? Free money. <laughs> 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 dude, Enough in the East, guys. We have to move s- on. I
2: mean,. They left the ACC. How can you still bet on them?
3: I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Mistakes are made. They're
2: not a team that covers. They win. They'll cover against when they're the favorite, but not even in the tournament here. Good teams
1: win. Great teams cover. That's right. (laughs) Good teams win. Great
2: teams cover. Maryland is a good but not a great team.
0: Yeah. So where do you want to go from here? Pick yeah,
2: let's, a go, let's go to the well, south.
3: let's talk about Kansas, Maryland. Talk about Kansas opening let's, a can of whoop ass on let's Maryland. Veer right. <laughs> I mean,
0: Veer left. I'm sorry. I'm so confused.
2: I'm going to tell you, I I don't know if Maryland's going to win this game. I think they have a good chance, and I have I have officially picked them to make the final four. Okay, stop, mm-hmm. stop. That's Stop my, it. You know, contrarian <laughs> pick, but I think they're going to cover in this game. They're going to they're six point dogs. Um, I think they're going
0: to cover. I mean, that sounds like a backdoor cover, but it's still a cover. I just you think, might be right.
2: I mean, so Kansas has fantastic guard play, of course. Maryland has great guards, too. I mean, Trimble and Suleiman, I think, are going to be able to stay with Selden, Mason. Mason the third. And Graham, importantly, Please. Graham because of his three point. I mean, Kansas has a lot of deep threats on there, but Maryland can play that very, push you off the three point line, very close up uh, man defense. Which I think will slow Kansas down some. I worry about the matchups with Perry Ellis. Okay. They're going to get
0: here's one Jake in your favor. Diamond Stone and Lucas.
2: Yeah, I
0: mean it's in your favor,
2: right? Absolutely. Diamond Stone is it's a man down
0: low.
1: And you guys are, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, whatever Perry Ellis. I mean, I think Robert Carter is one of the best players left in this tournament. I think he's a highly versatile. I worry versatile... about his
2: ability to guard Perry Ellis. yeah. Oh. Why? I, because I think, because he's so creative, down low? I think Fair Ellis is a little. Hold
0: he's on, he's very Mike, savvy, Mike, and I think Mike, he. I'm, I might have to call BS. He's on
2: a little that. too quick for Robert Carter.
0: What? Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Come so, on, YMCA Ellis is not too quick for right? Robert Carter. <laughs> I okay? mean, he moves.
0: He moves well off the ball. I think he's a little too smooth for him. If that makes sense. Mike, do you realize what your playground team is right now? It's Ochefu and. Um, Robert Carter. Carter. Yeah, Robert Carter. Oh, can you, yeah. yeah, can we do that? So? That's your playground team right now. That's your yeah. five and BJ your four. BJ Beecham is my three. So you've got your <laughs> – <laughs> you're going to lose to my team, all right? Okay. you lose to my team. I,
1: I don't think so. Okay. I like my chances right now.
0: Who's your one? That's, that's what I really want to
1: hear. <laughs> i I've always oh, loved Perantes. <laughs> I wish James Robinson was still in the tournament. It'd <laughs> be him. But. I
2: mean, I've got OJ Anna Newby, and and uh, CJ
0: Geddes starting for me. So. Unbeatable. Uh, I
1: I really like no, the matchup
0: for the for the Terps. Guthier, Ryan, do game. you want do you want to be uh do you want to have some common sense and take Kansas with me?
3: I mean Kansas, uh, I don't think this is gonna be a close
0: game. Honestly, I like, I like that we're divided for the first time. Guthrie and I like, let's uh, let's connect fists right here over the absolutely. table and uh, pound our way to victory <laughs> and a cover. I would like I'll take Kansas and Kansas to oh, cover think, in this oh. one. Yeah. I I really I think Maryland's I
1: mean there's one thing that you have to think about which I learned in Vegas boys, okay? When when you put in the bet and you're holding the slip in your hand and you have it and you're looking at the piece of paper and it says Kansas minus six, does that look like a winner to you? You know what looks like a winner to me? (laughs) Maryland plus six. It just looks like the one that not a lot of other people are gonna
0: have. You know what looked like like a a winner to me in weekend one? Uh, Texas a four, and also Colorado plus three and a half. Seton you know, Hall you know, plus you know, half, two. Yeah, the, all that failed. <laughs> that I was all like, failed. Oh my God. So it Seton goes Hall both ways. You're right. having a crisis of confidence here. <laughs> I'm in on the favorites this I mean, year. Just, I'm taking. I'm going against the grain. This is not a wonky tournament. This is a chalk tournament, and that's my narrative, and I'm sticking with it. Look how many.
3: Look at the seeds. Yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah it, it, has, it is pretty It is, is pretty amazing. very chalky, but the the not south, against the spread. The South and the West. Are almost it's almost chalk in the Sweet Sixteen, which is kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of people have obviously made a big deal about ACC going ten and one in the ACC tournament or in the NCAA tournament so far. Mm -hmm. They are eight and three against the spread as well, which I think Mm. is actually more impressive. That is. Well,
0: Syracuse has two of those, right? Yes, they have two of those.
1: Not and they were not
0: close.
2: Which I mean, to be fair, I I mean, I want to be the to be the one voice of reason slash uh, pessimistic person on this podcast, depending on how you view this. I mean the fact that they went ten and one is and have six teams in the Sweet Sixteen is amazing and is, you know, a record setting feat. But let's I mean this is a one of the things I love about college basketball is that you have to be good at the right time. You have to be good at the right moment. And so I, I don't even consider one this, shiny moment. Right. So I, I think that this is this is a separate argument from the whole like is the ACC the best conference? I think they are. But, you know, this is a, I don't like to see You you think that the, their the tournament, yeah, their performance exactly in the tournament. Performance in tournament is not indi- in indicative of the past performance of a whole season's worth. That's of games. that's a fair that's a fair you statement. Know? Okay. I understand when people say, well, yeah, Syracuse probably over the course of the whole season wasn't as good as some of these other teams that got beat or didn't I agree with that over the course of the whole season, but one of the things I get I love about college basketball is that you have to be good in the moment. It comes let's, down to. Let's talk about other
0: covers. Yeah. Virginia covered over Hampton. Miami did not cover against Buffalo. Uh, did mm, Virginia? Yeah. Uh, was that a against Butler? With was that a? Yeah, they no covered
1: action? just barely. Uh, it was a seven point spread. They won by eight.
0: Okay. Sweaty. I might have seen an eight point Sweaty. line out there somewhere. Um, Maryland, I mean, sorry, Miami and Wichita State. Do you Ooh, remember who covered there?
1: That was the most impressive game I actually Miami, thought of the weekend. Wichita uh, State was favored.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. it was. A, it was a very oh, then, impressive it close. game. It was close. Miami was like one, jumped one on them
2: so early. Yeah, they were
3: up 20, 20. 25. If you want an argument for the ACC being 30, the best
2: conference yeah, in land. Look at that game because Wichita State did not think that Miami was going to be that good. Yeah, they were not. Yeah. prepared. They were not ready. All right, no. did Duke, and
0: Wichita State is it was, a very good team. Yes. Did Duke cover against Yale? I th- that was no. a ballpark no. game. No, no. They no didn't. They was didn't. it nine? Yale covered. Was, nope. it, was no, it, no, it, it? Was it? S- nine? It was I,
1: seven. It was seven. It was a push. Seven. Well, seven. Wasn't it? No, it was no. Seventy-one sixty-four. No, 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 Yale, Yale covered. Is it seventy-one sixty-four? Yeah. Was,
0: that was the final. Yeah. It was a
1: seven. Seven points push, depending well
0: what you got. What line? Yeah, I luckily got a better line. And then Carolina covered over Providence. Yes. It was yes. 11 points. Yep. Yep. And Notre Dame, I don't even care about. We need to move on. So Miami Villanova. Miami, Villanova. Yeah. Let's talk about this for a this while. This is going to be a good
3: game. This
1: is going to be an excellent game. Yeah. This now, is going to be game. We say that about every game.
4: game.
3: <laughs> can I, are, can I, be, uh, I don't think Kansas, Maryland is going to be a good game. <laughs> All yeah, right. <laughs> Guthrie, I'm with you. Can I begin this conversation?
0: All right Smith <laughs> can I be, Get your peace ba- peach basket up. <laughs> Well, the banter is at an all-time high. (laughs) Give it to me, Luke.
2: Give me the goods. Because he's from Kansas,
0: right? Yes. Okay. Game was admitted there. The ACC fan of me wants (laughs) Miami to win, but the basketball fan of me wants Villanova to win because they play a prettier style, and I respect what they've built there, and I respect Jay Wright, and I think that it is time for this team to march on to the Elite Eight, and I think it is time for Miami and Jim Laranega's Sour Grapes to march out. Whoa. Miami doesn't play pretty basketball. Uh, Let's face it, guys. Can you give me that? Villanova plays a beautiful style of basketball. I think that there's beauty in all styles of basketball. Okay, tell me what you like about Miami.
1: Oh, yeah. Please do, Taylor. In terms of. (laughs) 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 Well, I'm taking Villanova
0: here, all right? Aesthetic appeal or in terms of. I'm on the Villanova trend here. Bring it.
3: I love the ACC. (laughs) I like the the emotional fire. I like the emotional fire from angel rodriguez that's right and jim laranaga
2: love jim Larenega.
3: man there was a play there was a play when uva was playing at miami where shayok drove to the basket and got char- called for like there was a blocking foul but it was kind of ambiguous and Larenega like grabbed his jacket and was like running towards the baseline just like so amped up it like that that image of him like So like enraged at the call. Lerneraga does do the best,
2: uh, like hop skip along the baseline, like hop 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 hop, like similar, you know. Just you know, I have a
0: story to tell you about Lerneraga. Okay, can I have the floor for a minute? Yes, yeah, please. In the ACC tournament post game press conference at the semifinals, you know what he did? He started sour grapesing about the amount of fouls that were called and the amount of trips to the free throw line that Miami had against Virginia and the. Uh, the deficit in trips was about one to two, but Miami fouled intentionally for the n- last five minutes of play, and he started complaining that Virginia had three extra trips to the free throw line than Miami when they're fouling intentionally. I mean, what are you doing? Just take responsibility for a loss, Jim Laraniga, Okay, Okay, that's, that's my final line. None of on us that. is perfect. Who
2: among us can say that we would not be upset?
0: Okay, if if you're fouling a team and you foul them intentionally about nine times at the end of a game and you're complaining about free throw trips, you're a lunatic. I rest my case.
3: <laughs>
0: Dude, All right. done. All right, fireworks, yeah, I mean,
1: fireworks from his palms. <laughs> Sit down. Mike dropped.
2: <laughs> so is Miami gonna cover?
0: Uh, I mean, I th- yeah. What's the line?
2: They're only getting three points against. Villanova, I'm taking Villanova. Seems, I'm,
3: taking, I'm taking Miami money line. Ooh, <laughs> I, I mean, I have them in the final four. So, like they, I, 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 think this is this is the year for Miami. I think they get the breakthrough. Um, I absolutely love the backcourt of Miami, and I think it matches okay. up really well with Villanova what Villanova has to offer. Like, they, they. They can just put Jakiri on Ochefu, and you know deal with deal with what Do you Villanova think has. Jakiri is
0: mobile enough to handle Ochefu. Yeah, yeah,
4: I think yeah, so. I think, I,
3: I think he's. I think Jakiri is an underrated defender. Honestly, actually, no, he was on the All-ACC. and he's amazing Yeah, he defender, was on the All-ACC. Yeah. Yeah, never mind, and I d- never mind. He's, totally he's a great defender. Miami
1: yeah. needs totally, him to be an amazing Yeah, defender. and that, that's my only concern, is that Ochefu actually puts Ja'Kiri in foul trouble. The, the team is totally different when Ja'Kiri is out uh, defensively. Yeah. Um, they, have, they, they do have great guard play. I think they have the best guard matchup for Villanova. They do the best job in the entire ACC of pushing – Offense is off the three-point line as Why well. Why do you
0: think they have the best card matchup? Because Archie Diakono is an excellent defender.
1: Um, I think that Diakono versus Newton at Rodriguez. I think that Jenkins being matched up with McClellan. I think that Reed with Brunson. I just I just think it matches up really well for Miami. Mostly it's a three-point shooting, right? You don't Everybody- think
0: Archie Diakono is going to check Rodriguez?
1: Um no I do I do think he is um I don't think that he can hang with Newton um but I do think he'll be Garden Rodriguez a lot of the game I, I'm not saying that it's not going to be a low scoring affair I think it's going to be a very low scoring affair um and I think that favors Miami and I think it does that, favor Miami You're I right. think that Miami is going to do an excellent job of limiting Villanova's three point shots we we've talked about this before in that Miami does an excellent job of pressing out uh in in terms of limiting people's ability to shoot the three they're twenty sixth. In the country, in terms of limiting three-point shots, Villanova is 24th in the country in terms of taking three-point shots. Um, yeah, man, so I, I think it's a they it's get, a great time. It's they, a great time to be a Miami hit, fan.
2: Villanova gets the vast majority of their points from three-point. Yeah, yeah, it's I not. Mean, close. If you look at the percentage of their their point distribution, it's heavily tilted. Well, you left out right? yeah. the
0: fact that Villanova can pass the ball, so that's oh why I'm they're Villanova. one of the
2: best passing teams in. Uh, In the land,
3: I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A a lot
1: of that comes from Ochefu's ability to pass uh, from down low.
3: I'm taking Villanova. You guys could take Miami. I mean, I have Villanova in my coin flip bracket, so uh, (laughs) against the spread, (laughs) though. (laughs) But you take Miami against the spread. Yeah, no, I, I, I like with my with betting with my head,
0: um, Miami. I, What's the spread? Let's establish three 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 points. Points, three, Right. Three I'm points. taking Villanova.
2: I think I'm going to have to take Villanova too.
0: All, right, All right. I'm going.
1: I'm going to go with Guthrie. I'll go with Miami. Even though Villanova has been the second most impressive team against the spread so far in this tournament. I think Taylor and I, I just
0: agreed for the first time of the tournament. Let's. We go have go a ahead. sound effect for that. Nice. Maybe it should be a buzzer. Or nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's that? Where? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, enough of the south. Let's and go. somehow we're still picking. Let's move on to move on to Anaheim. Let's go west. I don't have a lot to say here. I had St. Joseph's. <laughs> I mean, I had St. I had St. Joe's. I, had I had really
2: was rooting for them to beat Oregon. Me
1: too. They
2: deserved that. They did. I agree. DeAndre I- Bimby. Bim-Bim-Bri. On my all-tournament
0: team. Love him. <laughs> when you hear Got- Gottlieb getting on the bandwagon of St. Joe's, that's when you know, like. It's uh, time to uh-huh. get off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And he did. He's like, they, they, they like playing with each other. Look at this. They're up by four. And then the collapse happened. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> The curse hey, of God, the is there curse anyone of that God. hates Gottlieb
1: any more than like, the NCAA fan public right now because of the stink he made about Syracuse, and now just everybody just is mm. just ragging on him. If you follow his Twitter feed, he's yeah. so defensive.
2: How many, how many he's going to be
0: the new coach at Tulane, right? First of uh, all. He
3: has expressed interest <laughs> in the job. The green Tulane.
0: wave. <laughs> I mean, they have not been very good recently. How so. many Syracuse fans do we have? Like a million?
1: Yeah, like so there many. There's like a million, right? So many, so many. There's yeah. a
0: million, and then exactly he's, a he's alienated um, the rest of the ACC besides, from, my guess, what Duke and Notre Dame, right?
3: I, uh, I mean, who knows?
0: Who knows? It doesn't did matter. I, did Let's anyone go else? to the West:
3: Oregon and Duke. The okay. chalky, Talk the chalky
1: West. It. The chalky Talk West. It up. Yeah. Um. All right, Duke and Oregon. An easy
3: man. path through the. Through the bracket so far for AM. Uh nothing nothing much to report there.
1: Oh, uh, you're doing that? Uh, you doing AM Oklahoma?
3: Yeah, well, yeah, why well, sure why not? Uh <laughs> Guthrie's taking over the race. <laughs> 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 He's you guthrie? <laughs> guthrie, you want it? You got it, my friend. guthrie has got some money
2: to lay on this game and it is over.
3: Okay, let's 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 be honest here. Texas AM Let's be honest. Texas AM and Oklahoma. In Anaheim, what what what's the, what's, what's the spread? Yeah, yeah, never been, but maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> we have the spread at minus two and a half for Oklahoma. Okay, that is maybe Ooh, maybe my lock. Line. My lock of, of the Sweet Sixteen. I, I agree. I like, totally I agree. I don't see Oklahoma losing this game. Yeah,
1: I don't think Texas A and that good.
2: Are you worried about? <laughs> they have not seemed super impressive so far.
3: They were Oklahoma pushed. I mean. They were pushed a little bit in the VCU game. They they were actually up they were actually up by, you know, close to double digits, I think, in the yes. second half. And yeah. then and then Will Wade called a timeout and then VCU made a night a nice push. Yeah. To make it interesting. Actually they were up by a lot in the second half, weren't they? Oklahoma. I, yeah. I I'm, yes. mean I'm like,
1: they were up uh, twelve or thirteen yeah. at one point. Um it looked like it was gonna get out of hand for VCU, but yeah. Allie Cox uh, just started uh, started running stuff down low. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree that the – I just don't think that Texas A&M is very good. Um, the the one matchup I would <laughs> worry about uh, – Of one the wor-
2: team in the Sweet 16. They're yeah, just not. They're just not. They're my,
1: I think they're my probably – re- SEC
2: regular season champions. Yeah,
1: if, if I was reseeding, I'd probably put them at 16, 15 or 16. Mm. Um, but the Damn. one matchup I worry about for Oklahoma is uh, the somewhat frenetic Isaiah Cousins versus uh, Alex Caruso, who – it's probably, you know, you asked who my backyard uh, or my pickup uh, league point guard would be in the Sweet 16. It would be Alex Caruso. I mean, I just, I think. I thought he's you a, said it was Landa Prentice. Yeah, it's, I, it's, you well, know, I was so shocked London, that London my headphones is... just fell off. <laughs> On this. The Pharaoh can take a seat. He's my sixth man. I, I think actually, I actually like Alex Caruso too.
3: I like, think he's an excellent player. Yeah. Yeah. And, he's, he's scrappy.
1: Yeah. He steals at one of the oh. highest. One rates. word,
3: one word to describe Alex Caruso is scrappy
1: oh is he also a heady player he's gritty he's <laughs> yes,
2: cerebral <that laughs> you're throwing around some terribly <laughs> loaded terms that i don't i don't condone here I just yeah
1: want to say okay. It. okay anyways <laughs> I, I like texas a&m uh i like him a lot in this or i'm sorry o- oklahoma, oklahoma. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah you
3: changed lo- your tune pretty yeah, fast
2: yeah. i'm not gonna go with mike here and say that texas a&m is not a good team okay but i like oklahoma i mean Guthrie. it's too much
3: uh, yeah, Oklahoma has way too many options in the backcourt. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, uh, it's well known at this point. Their front court is right, you it, know, a little thin. But Texas A&M's strength is not their front court. Their
2: front court is great.
3: Texas A&M? Yeah, yeah. They, they're they're a great yeah.
2: offensive rebounding team.
3: I no, I don't know, man. They're, they're I, pretty big I, like, across me, the board. I think me,
2: I think it's going to be a tough matchup in the front court for Oklahoma.
3: Okay, okay.
2: I mean, I'm still picking Oklahoma, but I
0: think it's going to be a tough matchup. What's the spread? Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and in half. favor of? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. All right, is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. This is how they built the Venetian. I'm taking Texas a okay? Oh, <laughs> nice. oh Listen, listen. All right, and bear with me. Okay? He's
2: betting against the public. He
0: drops it. Bear with me, okay? Beware of the team who sneakily slips by in the previous round, okay? Yeah. Mm. That is a ah. great saying. I think it says that on the
2: Rosetta Stone. I the team who slips by.
0: I know this from personal experience. This year, in fact, Virginia had a buzzer beater of luck box nature against Wake Forest, and I cover Virginia for some random reason. But and, and the next game, they're playing the out Louisville, and I say there's no way they win. This team looked terrible against Wake Forest, and then they waxed the floor with them. So I'm going with this theory, and I'm taking the points, and I'm taking Texas A&M as being the more physical team, as being the more sound fundamentally team, as being the team that can deal with Buddy Heald and make the rest of the players, uh, who else do we have involved? Cousins and uh, who Buttered. else? Woodard. Spangler. Bring it. Okay. Yeah, Spangler. Miss your threes and Texas A&M will gobble them up and they'll get to the rim and they'll win this game. Spangler,
2: who's a, kind of disappeared a little bit this year. He's still great. I mean, he's still have very efficient, but he's...
0: I rest my case, all right? I'm going against the grain. Bring it. Okay, I'm taking Texas A and M. Great, I love I'm sticking it. Sticking with my original pro- projection, Texas A and M to the Final Four.
2: Okay, all right. Can
0: we oh, get wow. to, can
1: we get to the Duke hating? Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to hate. The perfect way to end that segment. Oh, I already know Taylor
0: <laughs> likes Duke, and I already know Mike likes Oregon. So let's go to Guthrie to start this. Whoa! Round. Oh wow. Okay. Um, jeez. Honestly,
3: I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Oregon. I think, but that is that is like. It's kind of a toss-up in my mind. I have not been a huge fan of Oregon this season, but honestly, I haven't watched as many games of Oregon as, like, East Coast bias. Do you want to know
0: Duke's record on the West Coast in in this uh, round? They're 0-4. And And I heard this from a friend who uh, reports. and, uh, And this
2: game is in Anaheim right exactly and this is
0: the response of coach k when asked about being 0-4 in western games he said i don't give up that's what he said so i'll leave it at that for you to discuss i respect that response um here's and you can imagine what that word was you you can pick of any three choices (laughs)
2: ding chicken (laughs) uh
0: Anyways, here's my,
2: here's my take on this game. Yeah, give me the, give me the argument okay. for Duke. So I think Duke is going to win this game. And I really? think that there's kind of been, like you said, got through East Coast bias. A lot of people haven't watched Oregon, but they look at them, they see a really high-scoring team, really efficient offense, and the number one seed, and they see a Duke team that's kind of like, oh, they think oh, not as good as like the Duke team that won the national championship last year, not as good as regular Duke teams. I mean, you know, it's, it's Duke this season. They finished what? Not the champion of the ACC. So they think, oh, of course, Oregon naturally has the advantage in this game. But this is a they're, matchup. This is
1: how the public mindset went right. in this yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. That's they're, what I'm saying. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Right but there. I okay. think
2: that Oregon is a great matchup for Duke in the in the sense that they're, they are not a bad defensive team. They are a very good defensive team. I don't want to say that they don't play defense. But their strength is offense. And they push the ball very fast. No, they very, don't not very fast but pretty fast faster than the national average on offense <laughs> and they are shooters who shoot inefficient jump shots too often not always but too often and um i think that's going to come back to bite them against a team that is a better group of shooters and who shoot more efficient shots which is duke they shoot threes and they go to the basket and you know get fouls get fouls or and and oregon draws fouls too but or
0: trip players who will have the best player on the court?
2: Oregon. Really? Yeah, Dylan Brooks will be the best player on the court.
3: Over Ingram?
1: Over Ingram, yeah. Woo! I, I think, Chris, I think Chris, Mike Chris, is right here. Chris, I actually think
0: Mike is right here. I don't
3: know. I Chris
1: don't, gonna Boucher is going to be able to lock down uh, Ingram inside. Uh, Chris Boucher is one of the most unique and gifted athletes Um in the NCAA right
2: now. No, I think I think that this could be one of those games that you, we look back on like five years from now, like the Rick Barnes Texas. Like, how did they not do it with Kevin Durant? How did mm-hmm. they not, they not even make it out of the first weekend with Kevin Durant? We could look back and say, how did Duke not beat Oregon with Brandon Ingram and you know in this game or whatever? But I, Brandon
3: Ingram and yeah, I was, I was trying to think, <laughs> of Marshall Plumlee, hey, and the
0: one who should not be named.
2: <laughs> no, I I think that it works out well for Duke in that. And an Oregon is a, a team that the strength is in the backcourt, not so much in the front court. And
0: I yeah, and Duke has a monstrous front court. Have you looked at them recently? No, but but that's what I'm Good saying. Gracious, Taylor. What are you no, talking no, no. about? I'm saying
2: that if Oregon was a team that their strength was in the front court, it would really hurt Duke because they don't have
0: a front court. Well, I mean, Duke's not going to hurt them in the in the front court either. So it's a wash. Right, so but the, Oregon but has a better backcourt favor.
2: It's strengthening strength, and I think Duke has the better.
0: Better shooters and better backcourt. I mean, the game is about guards, though, right? Right. At this stage. Yeah.
1: Okay. The spread is currently Oregon minus three.
0: Uh, that's a little
2: much. And, I mean, I'd take Duke with the points. And, and I would take, I, I think I would take him even with the money line here.
0: I would stay away and take Oregon to win. To me, this would be a
1: stay away game. I think it's going to be a very close game. Yeah. I think Oregon's yeah, going to win. Definitely. but It's going to be a very much. close
2: game. Yeah, I agree.
3: Yep. Close game. Probably stay take, away. I mean, take Duke with the points. I, I mean, I, I i think I said Oregon earlier. Well, you Why can change it. Oregon? Have I convinced you all? No. No, not really. Sorry. <laughs> also, I just kind of want to see Duke
0: lose. So, Oregon. Has it, hasn't this Duke team been waiting to lose? I've been waiting for them to lose. I was trying to find a way to get God, I really wanted DL to come all the way back. That would have been great. Yeah. To the Midwest. Yale, who's a
2: team whose strength was rebounding and... You know. I mean, yeah.
0: the Midwest is interesting because of the seed numbers, but is it really that interesting? Yeah, That's it's a very question. Interesting. The only double double digit seed number. No, really, the matchups are they really that interesting? Are they really? I mean, they're uh, going to be Virginia, great. Games.
3: State is pretty interesting, I'd say. Why? Why it's is contrast that of styles? It's a clash
2: of styles. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Which Batman versus Superman. It? Superman. I think I already said that about Notre Dame wisconsin but this is batman versus superman All right, do you want to do you want to
1: just get the syracuse um the syracuse game get out, out of out the way. way first so that you guys can just as uh, <laughs> <laughs> just gets so deep just pour I'm a I'm kiddie sta- pool hey. of
3: virginia and then just jump into it that sounds so dirty for some
0: reason. All right, who's with me? I'm thinking Syracuse. I'm staying with my narrative. All year <laughs> on. This is a vendetta game, and I'm 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 turning to the dark <laughs> side of <Jim> Gen <laughs> AI. Right? Oh, I
2: forgot these guys played in the Battle Numeral Four Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which, by Do the they way, really? Yeah, I know that we have listeners. Who, there were
1: three. there's were so, three sweet so six team teams. In I the know that we have <laughs>
2: listeners who are administrators for that tournament, organizers for that tournament. The pit bosses at Atlantis. <laughs> Release the schedule now, please, and tell me what the hotel rates are going to be because I want to go to Atlantis yeah. for next year's
0: tournament.
1: In, in that random ballroom. And
2: I'm trying to make plans, okay? Listen here. I got a family. We I got to make plans. We hit the ACC please. tournament
0: in D.C. We hit Vegas during the first weekend of the, ACC, uh, the NCAA tournament. We are not. We are not afraid, and we are not limited to go to Atlanta. Section. I stand
2: corrected. They <laughs> did not right. actually play in the they battle. They play one left. another. No, no. no. Syracuse yeah. won in the championship against Texas A and M, which I know. right, right. But Syracuse beat Connecticut. They beat right. UConn in that wow.
0: round four, and beating, beating Connecticut and in Texas A and M was wow. the team to beat Gonzaga, All right. so Man. I was just slightly confused.
1: Okay. Um, okay, so Genza- Gonzaga Syracuse.
2: Gonzaga Syracuse.
1: Let's S- talk about size it. Size versus not size. <laughs> right? Is Tyler how's Tyler Robinson gonna match up with Sabonis?
3: Sabonis so is gonna have a field day, I think, on the offensive glass. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. like just had a bunch of offensive rebounds against Utah. He actually shoots seventy two percent on putbacks.
0: There's also something called long rebounds when you have terrible shooters on the perimeter for Gonzaga, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always favor somebody who's right underneath. I mean, have the you basket. seen Kyle Wilcher?
3: Did you see that that YouTube video of him making like twenty threes in a row? Like
0: Wiltjer? Yeah,
1: he loves him. And yeah. Kali Stein used to get dirty on those YouTube videos. I mean, in the best way. <laughs> <court. laughs> I'm mean, yeah. you
0: know. the only one taking Syracuse here.
1: Yeah.
3: Nope, I'm taking Syracuse. <laughs>
0: you finish slobbering over
2: Sabonis which he is, I he is
3: he is damn good and I like I mean, Wilcher too I, but amazing I love Sabonis yeah but I mean all tournament so they, team for they, sure they played they played me. in the tournament Gonzaga and Syracuse played in the tournament early 2000s 2001-2002 and Syracuse beat them by 20 same coaches same philosophy I don't think few can beat the zone counterpoint
2: Syracuse. different players
3: oh really different players
2: <laughs> 15 years <laughs> <I> mean, later <laughs> yeah I know that same coaches, whatever. I mean
0: But you know these players. What has have these players proven throughout the course of the regular season, if anything?
2: Yeah, I mean I, I think I think Gonzaga definitely has the upper hand inside here. I mean Syracuse basically if Roberson gets in foul trouble, they're gonna be in big trouble. Uh Tyler Lydon is nominally, we said this before, an inside guy, but mm-hmm. Really his strength is stretching out, hitting a three. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: not so different than Kyle Wilcher.
2: He's amazing as a, as a like three point threat. He's I think he's shooting the best well
1: Percentage wise. He, he's probably not, a but shirt. he's shooting
2: above forty percent. He's I mean, he is a great three point threat for them.
0: The only reservation about Syracuse is is the um the inside man who's known as Trevor Cooney. Who could ruin this for Guthrie Knight. That's <laughs> yeah. my only Wild reservation. Card.
3: Wild card Trevor Cooney, <laughs>
0: the inside man. <laughs> yeah, he's got the Gonzaga jersey on. What else, what on else would you label him? I don't. know. What else are you going to label that man?
2: No, I. I'm just enjoying
1: your. We you go
0: one for sixteen tonight, guys. Let's see how we do. All
1: right, I, you know what? I actually i like i like Gonzaga against the spread. It's five point spread. I'd probably take Gonzaga. Against the spread,
2: Gonzaga five point
1: favorites, and then I would also take a small bet on Syracuse to win uh, plus favorites? Yeah, Gonzaga five really point, point favorites.
3: What? what? I I don't understand. Let's call our
0: bankers right now. So, <laughs> no,
3: I'm I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> this is this is our reaction when we when we heard the Seton Hall line. Listen,
0: This team <laughs> needs to go out at some point. You know they Every- do.
2: Every time I hear Guthrie and Luke discuss uh, bets and calling their bankers and taking out loans, I just flash back to like the Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns, like the (laughs) you know the, the financial crisis. I think this is what they must have been saying. In their boardrooms a year before the financial crisis, <laughs> I was like, "This is m- what it must have felt like."
0: Put it all on Gonzaga. No, <laughs> no. Guthrie, you, and I are gonna, you and I are going to lock pinkies, and we're going to go Syracuse on the spread. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, five, five, five points, points does seem like too much.
3: Let me let me ask you
1: something. How many points a game do you think Sabonis average this year? I don't know. Do you consider him
0: a score? Can I say that? Can I say? it's am going thirteen. Head? Yeah, say it off top. I'm of going to say fifteen. Okay. Eleven. 11. Amos, That's it's, a good guess.
3: It's like tw- between 12 and 13.
1: 20. Oh, my Damn. God. 20 points and 13 boards. I was oh. closest to the pen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. And I
0: mean,
1: Mike, can I give a counterpoint
0: oh, to you? Oh, so, bonus yeah.
2: is going to wreck people and the fact... You know that he <laughs> he's 6'11", and if you would have asked me that before, I thought I would have never said he's 6'11", because he's pretty mobile for a big guy. Like I would have been like, hey, he's like 6'9", okay. but 6'8". Yeah. Give, give
0: me your counterpoint, Luke. Uh, did you know like that Kyle... Um, was a Nay Smith finalist? Kyle Walter. No, he was a preseason Na Smith award guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was a, mm-hmm. he was a preseason Naismith Smith. Yeah. Um and he grew his hair
1: out <laughs> in preparation to did, receive the do award. Do you think <laughs>
0: Wiltshire is in the running for that award? Do you think he is? Still there. And do oh, you I think okay.
1: he's still there? Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. yeah oh. he, he's in my top eight. He was actually the favorite in the preseason. I'd like to let you know that. Oh, was he really? He was the favorite for the uh, for the Naismith oh, in the wow. preseason. Wow. And that how did that surprising. turn out? Okay.
2: They needed better guards to get him the ball. Okay. I'm not gonna say I would vote Can for. We have one the, more game to go over. Yeah, it Just little, is
1: little. Oh. If it
2: ends up being five or six points for Syracuse, I mean,
1: that's it, who, points. Said, uh, that, who said? Who said South Park should we, should character? It's time we we to about, swan dive, guys. Hold on, Can we hold, swan on dive? hold on. Should <laughs> we talk yeah. about the
3: apology letter? <coughs> oh. by, by Sean Keeley, I sent it to you. <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious. Shout out to Sean Keeley
1: for his uh, so, the apology letter of Syracuse the pol- yes. basketball. did you read this? I've read it. Oh my
3: goodness. Absolutely ridiculous I really enjoyed it It Like the it was snark a lot of fun. level Snark levels Out of this world Highly entertaining read Are
2: you saying that is a bad thing I thought it was No
3: No not great. at all Like I, I was I was thoroughly entertained I
2: thought there was like War and Peace Sound and the Fury This letter <laughs> Then maybe like then some Cormac McCarthy. Then Hamlet,
1: yeah, yeah. Then Blood Meridian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, then that's Fifty Shades rank. of Grey. That's my yeah. ranking right then,
3: now. Yeah, okay.
2: Blood
1: Meridian is fantastic.
3: Oh yeah, I've heard really but good things.
1: This, yeah, that piece uh, was was very funny. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> shots
3: shots taken to Doug Gottlieb. Always a fan of that. Pat Ford, Seth Davis, Gonzaga.
0: What about Goodman? Can somebody get on that guy this oh, year? Oh no, nobody none, was spared. But a none. clown. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw him the hallways of the was, ACC tournament, and he was just—I don't know—he was just doing his job. He, he had no hot takes or anything. Oh, so yeah. was that a
2: what a, what a bad thing? <laughs> I was gonna say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just doing his job. Yeah, he just slammed. That seems like a compliment. He slammed. I wish people uh, would tell me that more. I think he slammed the teams who made the finals, and then he was just tucked away into the corner the rest of the time. I hope Andy Katz is better.
2: I can only hope that people are talking about us like this on some other podcast somewhere else. Well, that's not happening, so let's go to the final uh, (laughs) contest.
0: Just doing his job. (laughs) Virginia and... Who are they playing? Wait a minute. Uh, Iowa State. Okay, guys, I've been studying this budget for the last three hours, so... Feel free to give your judgments, and I'll try to respond accordingly.
1: Oh, you're not going to give us like your your oh, first like well,
0: seasoned. He's just going to prove us all wrong. I'm going to wait to tell you where you're wrong, Mike, okay. and where Guthrie's okay. right, or where Taylor
3: is uh, halfway right. Well, I'm sure I'm completely wrong about about everything I'm about to say, but okay. I think the biggest the biggest challenge for UVA in this game. I'm just going to jump right in. Is um, guarding George Nying. I mean, it's, maybe it's obvious, but I don't think Brogdon matches up really well against him. Mm-hmm. He has low post moves that Brogdon will have difficulty dealing with. So I think Wilkins will start on him. Right. And I don't it's think. It's a
1: shame we don't have skinny Wilkins. Who we is have, who is, is bringing Wilkins.
2: life?
3: I just want to remind people. Oh, yes. It, yeah. Yes. To so quote, yes, Wilkins, Wilkins will Tony start Bennett, Bennett, on him. Bring yeah, him life to this down. team. Well, we're in
0: agreement that Wilkins will start on him. Continue, gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: But the thing is. If Wilkins gets in foul trouble, which I think is a distinct possibility, like, the, he, is going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Do you realize you, Iowa okay. State
0: gets to the line? They are the 349th ranked team in getting to the breather line. Yeah. That's a they're, point. they're a shooting That's a team. Point. They are a shooting, a shooting team.
2: And not, they're not a, yeah. I just, you should hope that Brogdon guards Niang, not Wilkins. Really? Did you see how many pump fakes Wilkins went for? <laughs> Uh, in the previous two rounds, it was mm. embarrassing. I mean, talk, we talk about YMCA game all the time, but that oh gosh, <laughs> he every pump fake he was up in the air. And I mean, I love him. He's he's great. You guys I are love watching him. you
0: guys are forgetting something big, but let's get a mic. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, to me, the matchup begins and ends on the inside. I think uh, Jameel McKay versus Anthony Gill will probably be the most interesting matchup. Like oh, stop of the it. They're Mike. gonna
2: put Shayok on Niang. Can we say that? That's what I. think. Yeah, I wow. think that's a very good. Really, bet.
1: Um, Ooh, but yeah I, yeah, I think it begins and ends with Gill and McKay's battle down low. Um, if if Gill can score on McKay one on one, because that is that is key for the Iowa State defense. If if McKay can't hold his own one on one, and he's one of the he's you know he's Atkins, he's Mitchell from last year. You know, if you're a UVA fan, you know he has that kind of shot blocking ability. If if Gil can score on him one on one, and if he can get him into foul trouble, which is very possible, and if Huge. he
3: if he can keep him off the offensive glass, yeah, because, I, that
1: that's a key matchup um, yeah. that I'll be watching. That'll be the first thing I watch when I'm watching the game.
2: Here's here's the thing. I mean, so Iowa State plays like four out one in. They have mm-hmm. four guys who are shooter. I mean, the, all these guys are shoot above thirty five. Well, that sounds v- from 3. familiar
0: v- to a team called Villanova. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. I, I I'm I'm working through this. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Keep working. And um. And so I think it's going to be you know Virginia's going to have to deal with that and take a cue how they're going to play are they going to play you know Toby and Wilkins or Wilkins and uh Gill or you know those guys at the same time how are they going to do that and uh, I I like Virginia in this game and I and I like them to cover here too because I think that they're going to be able to win that tempo battle that's going to be so important in this game. I mean, okay. Iowa State, the offense is incredibly fast, almost the exact opposite of Virginia, well, th- how slow they are. They're not that
0: fast.
1: They're, they're... they're 16th in the country. Right? Yeah. Uh,
0: is, that, that, 20th, is that laser 20th. fast? That's, that's, a, that's a slower rate than the Hoiberg teams, I want to remind you.
2: Right, but still they're 20th in the nation in
0: uh, tempo. Yeah, we're in the sweet 16. I'm just reminding you. They're There's 16 fast. teams left.
2: They're they're probably the fastest. They're the team fastest team. Left. team yeah, the fastest meeting. team left. Yeah, great. No, I'm I'm not. I'm I'm assuming you're going to take Virginia. I'm saying North Carolina's faster. Oh really? Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Jeffrey. Okay. Thank I you. I just, had, I
3: just had a at least a Courtney
0: palm.
2: I'm going to give you a false thank you for fact checking that <laughs> for ruining my narrative. Uh, no, please please continue though.
0: <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is these are not the Hoiberg Iowa State teams. They're different.
2: Okay. Yeah. They're much, they're much
1: more reliant on interior scoring than any Hoiberg team ever.
2: Yeah, was. and and another, but another thing that I think about is Iowa State, and and Mike, you kind of mentioned this. Iowa State is very, very thin. Yes, they, they only
0: go seven; they will not go eight, right. no matter what.
2: They they play um, one of the lowest bench minutes percentages in the country,
0: besides from Duke. Uh, yeah, I Duke is right there.
2: They're about Duke's the right there. Okay, yeah, they're Duke's there, I, but I. It feels, if you're watching it, that they're even thinner than Duke, and so I think, especially if G- Jamil McKay gets in foul trouble, it's going to be, it's going to be big trouble for them. Bad news bears. Yeah, and I think that Gill has the kind of game that can force people like McKay to foul him, and and it's going to work to Virginia's favor, and I like them to cover here.
0: Yeah, Mike, go ahead. Um, I,
1: I mean, to me, I think that the I talked about the McKay Gill matchup. To me, the second most important matchup is going to be Nader on. Um, Nader and uh, Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, Nader. Well, that's not happening. Nader is. First of all, I
0: just want to say that's not happening.
1: That that Brogdon will not be guarding
0: Nader? No, that Nader will not be guarding Brogdon.
1: Oh, no, I mean, I meant the other way around. I, I just think that Nader, Nader is the second leading scorer on the team. I think he's kind of undervalued as a scorer for Iowa State. I think a lot of people look at Niang and. Um, He's a really good shooter. Yeah, he's an excellent shooter. I think what Brogdon's able to do to him defensively, I think, will will change the way that Iowa State has to play. They're going to have to play through Niang. And I think that they like to be able to go to Niang as opposed to have to play through him. Um, So I think that's actually going to be a a critical part uh, to the game. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing that matchup, especially because Nader is also... Very strong, very a lot of upper body strength. So if he's if Brogdon's able to limit him, uh, which isn't a given, uh, but if he is able what to you limit mean, that him, isn't uh, a given? are you crazy? It, it is not a given. Watch basketball the, the, class, last month? the Kawhi Leonard of the NCAA. The Kawhi Leonard of the NCAA may run into some problems, especially you know it is possible for Brogdon to get into foul
0: trouble. Well, I think he's gonna. Sw- I think he's gonna move around. I think he's gonna jump around. So maybe he won't completely limit him because he's not gonna be guarding him the entire time.
2: We yeah. haven't even talked about Mont. Monte Morris and uh,
0: London Brown. Yeah, Monte Morris yeah. is the guy I'm looking at in this game. Yeah, they're very similar. Ooh, tell us about it. Tell us
2: about it.
0: Monte Morris? Just I think you end up seeing him checking Brogdon. Wow. Because you guys are all thinking about Iowa State offensively. Right. How is Iowa State going to defend Virginia? That's my question of this game. Do you think Matt Thomas is going to be able to guard Malcolm Brogdon? Because what I've been hearing from the Iowa State people is that's going to be the, the game plan. Hmm. That's what I'm hearing. Did you see Matt Thomas in the Oklahoma game?
1: I did. I did. That was not pretty.
0: Okay. Monty Morris shifted over to Buddy Hilde. Monty Morris is going to shift over to Malcolm Brogdon once they realize, once um Prom realizes, oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's, he's that's so Iowa. He's, he probably won't say oh shucks. He'll say all shucks,
0: all shucks. <laughs> to be specific, maybe Matt Thomas was not the best defensive suitor for Malcolm Brogdon. Okay, and if you look at Virginia against teams who are defensive sieves who are Swiss cheese, they do very well. Butler reverted back to their norm for the course of the season in the second half, and Virginia just annihilated them. I think this is a great matchup for the Cavaliers, and I'm taking them to cover.
1: And what is the line, someone remind me? Five. Five. Okay.
0: I think it's going to go up That's to
1: That's a six. very
2: fair I think it's going to go up to six.
0: Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. Yeah,
1: maybe. I mean, the game's tomorrow, right?
0: Well, Friday. It's Friday. So Friday. you're taking Iowa State. Why, why are you taking Iowa State? Who, me? Yeah.
1: No, I would take Virginia. <laughs> <We laughs>
0: you yeah. just have to hash out <laughs> all aspects I
1: would, of it. I would take and Virginia.
2: I, and, and we'll say, I, I mean, I, th- I guess we're all taking Virginia here, but I think that one of the reasons I
1: think they're good value. Let's One so, of the reasons,
0: you okay, George's Niang or George Niang, I still don't know. I mean, Iowa State people call <laughs> him George. I call him George's. I I don't know it is. Niang. Okay, he's the key. Virginia has three distinctive defenders who can check him. If he's going muscle up, they can get Gill on him for possessions. If he's going to be versatile, they can put Wilkins on him, and if they want to go small, they can put Brogdon on him. So why not Virginia here? We're not
2: arguing with you. I mean,
0: okay. we all yeah, no, I,
1: I, think that they're actually. Better I think that
2: they're going to have Shaq on it for most of the game.
0: That I might think, be true.
2: I think Gill is a is a bad would be a mad bad matchup for Virginia because he can't guard a perimeter. But, You're right.
0: right. I, I'm with you there.
2: I think that Brogdon would probably not work in their favor just because they don't want to have the chance of Brogdon getting in foul trouble.
0: And you know what else is going to happen in this game? He's going to be doubled. He's going to be choked down by guards. Might not be a post trap, but there's going to be a choke down from the guards. Yeah. Mark my words.
1: Yeah, I okay. think this is probably going to be the biggest blowout of the Sweet 16 round. I think that a UVA is probably going to win between 12 and 15
3: points. Oh, God, don't jinx it. It's it's just just
1: not a good matchup for Iowa State. All year (laughs) Guthrie's
3: erect over here.
1: All year, (laughs) all year we've been talking about the Big Twelve versus ACC and everything like that. I always wanted to see Iowa State play UVA, and I always thought that if they ever played one another, that you would really see the strength of the ACC just kind of just go full hulk hogan all over the iowa state
2: and uh, to yeah, actually iowa state s- gawkers yeah. <laughs> 1- 15 gawker. million dollars how do we
0: feel about gawker guys real quick uh, yeah. let's pull the taylor
2: everyone hot take
0: hot take how do you feel like give me
2: give me a case for gawker
0: i'm thoroughly on gawker's side. thumbs up or thumbs down thumbs up is a ding uh thumbs down is nothing <laughs> what are
2: we saying Thumb- i don't even say what is the thumbs up for i don't know what-
0: you're in favor of gawker
2: yeah i support them in
0: this. okay guthrie are you
3: uh, uh neutral i i don't know <laughs> mike i have <laughs> i i'm against
1: yet. the invasion of privacy that was perpetrated by gawker in this case
3: i'll stay neutral it's a
2: terrible about. precedent for media and the press and they'll win on
3: appeal it's going to make america great again taylor is that enough do we need to review our our
0: projections
2: Oh, I mean, I don't know. Let's let's just talk about some of our favorite moments. Did we the,
0: only did we only right. take ACC teams? Let's, <laughs> so let's go. Hold up. Let's go majority. Okay, the majority pick for every single game. Okay, we'll start in the South this time. Kansas is a split majority. Guthrie and I like Kansas. The other two, wait, Mike really? And Both Taylor you, like
3: you like oh Maryland. Oh plus, yeah, Maryland. Oh, plus with the points, five with the points
0: plus okay. plus five. five.
3: Yeah.
1: I know no other way.
0: Miami and Villanova. Good teams win, great teams cover. I think Miami and Villanova is split, too. Guthrie, who did you take here? Miami. Yeah, I was okay. with Guthrie. They were split. Miami. Taylor yeah, yeah, and I take yeah. Villanova. Oh, Villanova, you, yeah. you two take Miami. Yeah. Let's go down to Oregon-Duke. This is a 3-1 to majority. Josh Hart. Go
2: ahead, sir.
0: Three of us have Oregon, and the one of us has Duke, which is Taylor. Duke. Oh. Yeah. Texas A&M is also a 3-1. to I'm on the island of Texas A&M, and I'm proud to be there.
1: Oh, no. Good luck. North Carolina, (laughs) Carolina, Indiana,
0: that is a consensus by the Degenerates to cover. Six points or is it five?
1: Uh, It was six, right? Yeah, it was
3: six. I think it's six.
0: Yeah. We Call still your like friends
1: in Bear
2: Stearns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Take out a loan, no,
3: dude. It's the the Kansas game is Under, where
2: you want to roll, <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll up. Roll up your going. mortgage. Put it in a <laughs> a tranche.
0: There's a lot of teams' games this weekend. Okay, Notre Dame and Wisconsin. I can't even remember. I went Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah, I went Notre Dame. I don't Dame. know if I made a pick. <laughs> you went Notre Dame. That's a consensus, okay, yeah. right? We're all on uh, Mike no, no, no. Bray. Virginia, Iowa State minus five, consensus, Virginia. And finally, Syracuse Gonzaga, we're split once again.
1: Yeah, I went Syracuse. I but,
0: also I also went Syracuse. If I didn't, I'm I went going Syracuse. Syracuse now. And Guthrie and uh, uh, no, I, think the, I, went, I, I
1: think I went Gonzaga initially, but I just like Syracuse. <laughs> I think it's t- I the love Gonzaga.
2: Letter. I think they're Push me I mean, over. They're a better team, but it's just too many points. I mean, five—you're gonna get five or six points for Syracuse. You gotta take Syracuse.
0: So we should ACC? delete that segment where you guys slobbered over Gonzaga, right?
2: No, I love Gonzaga, but I just—I think it's too many points. This is exactly what I said 20 minutes ago. however long we
1: talked? Yeah, I mean, Gonzaga is huge, huge, huge,
2: huge. <laughs> you gotta say it like <laughs> a Y. Huge. <laughs> okay. Huge. Uh, but
1: but Ben-Nizier will be the best player on the court. You, you got to go with that at this stage in the NCAA tournament.
0: Alright, guys, that's gonna wrap it up. We are proud to be brought to you by Three Notch Brewery. Leave your mark. Characters like Thomas Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and others roaming across the great American frontier, leaving their mark. We're leaving our mark right now with some three-notch beer. Go check them out in their tasting rooms in Harrisonburg and Charlottesville. And you all you also can find them at Fine Grocers as well. So that's gonna do it for our podcast. Big shout out to our three-notch sponsor, and Taylor has a word on where to find us online.
2: Yeah, while you're enjoying that beer, uh, please uh, send us an email. Um, we are degens at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just uh, search for ACC Basketball Degenerates on Facebook and go um on Twitter. And please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review.
0: Thank you very much. We're signing off. Go hoos.